We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me Sis Podcast, featuring your two favorite sisters. Alex. And Kyla. Happy Friday and happy belated birthday. Oh, I was like, it is my birthday, but I guess because, yeah, it's going up in a few days. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel good. Uh, I'm 31 and I honestly like being in my 30s. 30s are the best decade. I've talked to so many women and they say it just gets better as you get older. Like, in so many ways. Yeah. I think that it's easy to... Like, it's normal to be scared of getting older, especially when you're so young, because you just think that, like, the best years of your life is when you're, like, a kid or, like, you know, in your 20s and you don't have all these responsibilities and stuff. But there's way more positives about getting older. And you only realize that as you get older, too. Exactly. Like, you have people telling you that that are older, but you never really believe it. Yeah. Until you're actually, like, getting older. and you realize like actually like for me personally I would never want to go back to my 20s no not for me I just realized we have that fan on okay let me go turn it off okay hold on guys two seconds I remember the first time I heard someone say that was in the sex in the city movie remember when she was like your 20s are for like making mistakes your 30s are for having fun and your 40s are for picking up the check or something like that you Mm know and even The Kardashians, they always say, like, it just gets more and more fun as you get older because you become obviously more sure of yourself. You're more mature. You're more financially independent. You, like, just know what you want in life and there's no room for bullshit. And it is also such a privileged age. Yeah. You know? And you also get, like, more comfortable in your own skin. So, like, for the most part, you're not really as, like, affected by, like, things that shouldn't really matter. I feel like... When I was in my 20s, I was still, like, very unsure of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, like, a huge roller coaster, honestly. And I made a lot of mistakes, but I also learned a lot of things. I did a lot of growing. And I think that now that I'm 31, it's not that I think that, like, I still have a lot of growing to do. Like, 31 in the grand scheme of things is still very young. It is. I know that, like eventually you know I'll probably hopefully make it to my 50s and look back on when I was 31 and be like wow I was still so young Mm -hmm. I still had so much to learn but I definitely feel like I'm at a point now in my life where like I know I mean I'm still learning a lot about myself but there's just certain things that I would never tolerate anymore and I think that that just gets easier with age yeah and like, yeah, you're more financially stable. Mm-hmm. You, um, you know, you appreciate things more. You're a lot more mature, emotionally mature, at least for me. Um, and I, yeah. <laughs> well, because I know that like some yeah. people, like it's, I yeah. mean, it's different for everyone. I can't talk for everyone, but um, yeah, no, I'm definitely a lot more sure of myself. That's, that's something that I'm realizing. 
there's a podcast I listened to with Kristen Cavallari. I feel like I've mentioned her a few times, but she's she was on the show Laguna Beach that I loved when I was a kid. And she's 37 now. And she got divorced three years ago. She has three kids. And she's, like, in the dating world. And How old is she? 37. Okay. And it's interesting because, like, listening to her dating stories and stuff. Because she was, like, I was with my ex-husband when I was 23. We, like, got married really fast. We had kids really fast. And, like, I kind of just was in that for so long. And now that I'm in my mid to late 30s and I'm experiencing, like, dating. And she goes, typically the people I date are, like, in their 30s. Like, usually early to mid 30s. But she's like, I know, like, I'm having fun. But I know that I eventually want to find love again because I'm such a big fan of love. And to me, you know so much more of, like, what you want when you're older yeah and you don't settle for like the littlest things it's like no I've been there before I've done this before I don't want to do this again I know what I want now I'm so sure of myself now that if there's any kind of little thing that I feel like obviously you can't be too extreme with that no exactly but like you know realistically if it's like you know that's a pretty big red flag for me I don't even want to like do this anymore like there's just no point in it there's just no like patience for bullshit exactly especially because you have so much more experience and you understand like you could pick up on signs of someone who you know just really wouldn't be for you Mm -hmm. quite soon and it there's just less patience for it so it's it's a lot more like this isn't for me like goodbye like on to the next kind of kind of deal or not onto the next but just like you're not for me yeah exactly and it only gets better with age and i know there's like this big i don't know if it's a stigma or like a a judgment that a lot of people have of like being single in your 30s in your 30s it's like well there has to be something wrong with you and it's like why would you think that people that have that kind of mentality though are most probably the people that are most likely to be the people that settle for one mm-hmm. and second are more like they I'm again like I don't want to like generalize but like that person also not only is like most likely to settle but doesn't like isn't open-minded doesn't yeah. doesn't understand that there's more to life and to the world than like what they know and yeah think. and also people choose to be single yeah some people (laughs) don't even want to be with someone but let's say you do want to be with someone but you're choosing to be single because you're not wanting to settle yeah which is my case so it's like there's nothing wrong with you it's just that you're not just gonna be with anyone to be with someone so that you can settle down have kids or whatever because society tells you you need to exactly and i also feel like i'm at a point in my life where yes i'm still young but like i am 31 and so for me, the next relationship I go into is going to have to be with someone that I could really see myself spending the rest of my life with. Yeah. Because I do want marriage. I do probably want like one or two kids. Yep. And like those two things right there and like buying a house with someone Mm -hmm. is a huge deal. Yeah. Because if you end up with someone because you just don't want to be alone anymore Mm -hmm. or you are just accepting behavior that's not healthy even if you love the person you're not going to be happy and it's going to be 10 times worse down the line 
or down the road when you you know have a marriage have a home and have children with someone because you can't just get up and leave i mean like you can but there's it's a lot more difficult there's a lot more i mean yes it's a process to get a divorce and to like you know go through everything financially and when you have a house and everything but let's say you have kids it's like you also know that like it will have an effect on your children as well yeah and it sucks because i feel like there is such a big amount of pressure for people to feel like they need to be in a relationship and like start having kids because it's like we have this internal clock as women and it's blah 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 like men can have can literally get women pregnant when they're in their 70s but women obviously have until their 40s to get pregnant but it's like but why do why are we rushing that's the thing and like you know I've done so much like I went through a phase where I was like feeling really lonely and like almost had this victim mentality and I wanted someone I wanted like to find my person so bad and like these last few months I've just realized that like do I like it's kind of hard to put into words but I just kind of got to a point where I was like if it happens it happens and if it doesn't then it doesn't like at the end of the day I just want to be happy and I think the worst thing that could happen to me is to settle settle and like I would so much rather be single yeah and like honestly being single is so much fun I know one day I will end up with someone yeah and I'm gonna look back on my single days and be like wow I took those days for granted yeah well that's literally what Kristen said is she was like I fucking love being single she's like I know eventually I want to be with somebody because I just know that for myself but I'm loving being single yeah it gets there's just so much more time for yourself and like it's kind of like you said too Kai like it's a a big thing to think of too like you're going to be living with someone else yeah for the rest of your life and for me that's I'm I'm very much a person that likes my alone time I'm, yeah. I'm way more independent than like like I just for me it's like I like my space I like my alone time I don't I'm not the type of person that needs to be with my partner all day every day and like my world will never revolve around yeah my partner like of course I'm it's gonna that person's gonna be a very important huge part of my life and I'm gonna have times where I will be prioritizing him but like for the most part I'm just not one of those girls that drops everything for someone um and so I know that whoever this person is that I'm gonna end up with like they're really gonna have to just be adding value to my life yeah because I'm already at a point now where it's like I'm happy with my life Mm -hmm. I have everything I need yep so you know and I still have goals that I'm I'm working towards but like I don't need someone else in order to achieve those goals right so for me to actually consider being with someone it's like they really have to just be adding value to my life Mm -hmm. and not you know stress and and anxiety and all these things like I don't I don't think there's any rules to dating like I just you know I think some people have to be a little bit realistic with certain situations though like I was having this talk with my friends because like people get the ick really easy now right yeah and it's like what if there's this awesome guy but like you got the ick with the way he walked and it's like really you can't get past that I know like there's certain things you have to at, a, at some point realize that 
Like there's more than just like the way this person walks. Like this yeah. person could be literally your soulmate, soulmate, but you're not even giving them a chance because you're like, Ugh. I know something that's, like that's the thing. And like, you know, there's also probably things about you that a hundred percent, you know, like someone else would notice and be like, oh, that gives me the ick. What are you talking about? I'm perfect. <laughs> I actually asked Dan what gave him the ick and he, he listed like 10 things really fast. And I was like, oh, cool. No way. <laughs> are you comfortable sharing? Oh, one of them was like leaving your dirty Q-tips out, like um, literally gives me the ick. And I'm like, he's like, uh, what was the other one? He said that I was literally pissing my pants. He was like the way you sometimes like walk up the stairs when you get excited. Like you, you do this like weird, like shimmy thing. <laughs> oh my God. I'm and now dead. I'm like hyper aware of it. I'm like, oh my God, am I doing that? When I like get excited, I'm like, Dah. you know, <laughs> but I'm like, it doesn't offend me and it doesn't make me self-conscious because I don't give a fuck because it's like yeah. my husband. Like, yeah, exactly. Ew. <laughs> not ill, i mean like, like i remember no. there's been times too where like dan does or says something and you'll look at me and be like oh my god the ick no literally kyla i'll i'll take a photo of something he's doing and send it to my sister-in-law and be like the ick because we both <laughs> piss our pants and she's like we had there's this one tiktok i saw that was so funny because it was like you remember the one you sent me it's like we're sisters i'm allowed to talk shit about you but no one else can yeah but it, this one was like we're sister-in-laws whatever and one of them was like i'm genuinely concerned how you're able to marry my brother it's yeah. like I love you, but there must be something wrong with you. Like seriously, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> You're marrying my my brother, and it's like it's so true to think about that. I know. Um, that's hilarious. And so I sent that to my sister in law. She was laughing because she's like literally so true. But he'll do this like weird crouch thing, where he looks like literally Gollum, like Smeagol from Lord <laughs> of the Rings, and it gives me the ick every time he does it. And I'll like take a photo and send it to Trisha, and I'm like the ick. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> but like I know I give him the ick too, so like it doesn't whatever. Yeah, everyone we still gets love the each ick. other. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like some people take it too seriously to the point where it's like you'll think something is like a red flag when it's like really not even a red flag and you're just like uh, something that they do is just unattractive to you, but you're you're literally like you people think of it as like oh that's a red flag. I feel <sighs> like girls do this more than guys though. 100% yeah i feel like the ick is more common in in women and like women getting the ick i mean yeah and women thinking of things as like a red flag more so than well because guys women overthink everything yeah men no offense if you're a man listening to this are very just like simple people yeah like they just it doesn't take much i know not gonna lie yeah (laughs) it's just there's not much to them so it's kind of one of those things where are you really going to pass up an pass up an opportunity because someone like went to take a sip out of their straw and missed? Yeah. <laughs> and I gave you the ick. Yeah. <laughs> like really? Sometimes I remember like seeing like like this guy was talking to me and he like had a booger kind of in his nose. <gasps> That's happened to me so many times. And like I couldn't get past it, but like Kyla. there was also other things about him that like genuinely I was like no, like this wouldn't ever work out. Okay, okay. But it was like that on top of it. I was just <laughs> like, "Oh my god." But sometimes you've told me stories where you got the ick and that that's a serious ick. Like that's a serious like I would be like, mm, "No." What do you mean? Well, I'm not going to say it on the podcast. But just oh, like, like you agree with my ex. Yes. Yes. Like I would be like, I can understand why you wouldn't want to be with this person after just like the fact that that ick is enough to just. I mean, there was someone that I was talking to like years ago. Do you want to say it? Yeah. Okay. He was like a huge conspiracy theory oh, yeah. believer yeah. and like 
you know, wasn't fully convinced that the earth isn't flat or like wasn't fully convinced that we actually ever went to the moon and things like that. And I was like, that gives me the ick because it's like, what kind of mind do you have? Well, you just know that like you're not going to ever really be able to have those conversations because they think a certain way. And you know that in certain situations like down the road and scenarios, they might not believe something because it's like they're against the government or they're against this well you just have to have the same values and like morals at the end of the day and i think that for me i really value people that are open-minded are open-minded but like not only just open-minded like when something is like backed up by like science or facts or whatever it's like they don't always like i i know i sound so judgmental because i think that everyone's allowed to have their own opinion it's just i know how i am and at the end of the day, if someone's going to believe these things and I know I don't believe these things, like it's, I'm not trying to say like, oh, he's not allowed to like have that opinion, but it's like someone who has opinions like that, it would probably trickle out into like other aspects mm-hmm. of life that mm-hmm. I would also be like not seeing eye to eye with yeah. this person on. And to you, that's like a ick slash red flag. Not a red yourself. flag. It's just more like, I just know that like this person would never be someone that I would be compatible with yeah no I get that do you ever I'm gonna ask you kind of a tough question and like you feel free to answer how you want but do you ever get nervous about ending up alone oh yeah I get this question a lot and about me no no in general like people if if I do a Q&A or something people will ask like I'm scared to end up alone like I'll get that a lot and just because I'm married doesn't mean I don't have that same fear what the hell my Siri just started talking. That is so weird. Your phone keeps like going like lighting up. So like you're getting a bunch of notifications. That's weird. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Um, but yeah, because like I there's this girl that was popped up on my TikTok page. I guess she's in her 50s and her husband passed away suddenly from like a heart attack. Like he was super oh healthy guy. And now she has like these kids and she's alone and she's like, oh, my God. Like the fact that my kids like they're all adults living their own life. And I was, like, finally, like, getting ready to be with my husband for the rest, you know? And, like, he's now gone. Yeah. She was talking about that, like, fear that she had of being alone and and grief and this whole big thing. And it made me think, like, just because you're married doesn't mean you can't one day end up alone. And it's, like, what does it mean to be alone? Because will we ever actually be alone? Because I have you. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I think that my biggest fear is feeling lonely because also another thing this is kind of deep but it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were saying earlier you could be with someone so you're not technically alone Mm -hmm. but feel 10 times more lonely with the wrong person yes than if you were to like just not have a partner so for me it's not of course I want to have a partner yeah I'm not saying I don't but for me my biggest fear is feeling lonely yeah so it's not even a, about a partner or not it's just that feeling because like yeah. you said because you, you could still- also like not end up with having like a partner for the rest of your life and and be completely content yeah like you can be fulfilled in so many other ways I know people that want to be alone yeah I mean there's times even I think about it now I've been I've been single for so long and I I can't imagine myself being with someone. Like, that thought kind of scares me. Yeah. 
not only because you went from like relationship to relationship for so long um i only did that when i was much younger like i had my first ever boyfriend when i had just turned 17 Mm -hmm. i we dated for like two and a half years then i was seeing someone after that relationship for a few months and then i dated my next boyfriend for like four years four years but then i was single for three years oh you were single for three years after that i thought it was less than that no it was three years pretty much and then i was in a terrible situation for one year for one year and um, then been single since and then i've been single since and it's already been two and a half years that i've been out of that okay so like i i've been single for for so long that like Mm -hmm. it's like kind of and like i don't feel like i've ever like there was there was a lot of really good things about like my my last partners one of which is like one of my really good friends and i have so much respect for him he's an amazing person but um you know a lot of the people i've i've dated like it's just not someone that we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass like they're not people that i would have ever wanted to get back together with right you ended things for a reason yeah and so it's like as much as you know yes i've been single for a while but like my experiences in relationships maybe it's not fair to judge my first ever relationship because i was so so young right but he's like one of my best friends to this day i love him to death he's an amazing person um also like the whole family loves him (laughs) we all like secretly wish you guys would always end up together like we've always said that (laughs) but i know it's like we can't force you guys but anyways you're you're good as friends but we um you know like there's just like the relationships i was in like after that like i always had like i was always with people that weren't like for me really you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like I don't know how to explain it. I think that your experiences have made you now realize that you do not want to settle. Yeah. Because you don't want to live that again. Especially the last situation I was in was the one that made me realize like I really, really cannot settle. I don't ever want to be spoken to or treated in the way that I was. And it was a huge, and I don't even regret it because it really opened my eyes. Yeah. Like I needed to go through something like that to really never end up with someone like that. Yeah. And like not get, I guess, quote unquote, brainwashed in a sense of like you were very in a vulnerable state and we're still so unsure of yourself and i feel like that that relationship really like made you like we keep saying like realize things but it really made you realize what you wanted in life i actually made so many changes i learned more from that relationship than i did 
in any other relationship and I would never take it back because thank god I learned all of those things and it's not to say that like you know this like there were a lot of things about that relationship that were good yeah but the bad was so bad Mm -hmm. that it was just and like this is also just my experience like I'm not trying to I've never actually like spoken about it I know publicly I was like wondering if you even wanted to I'm just more worried like I hope that (laughs) this guy doesn't come after me and like try to sue me because knowing him he would well you're not saying his name and you're not saying any details you're just saying you're in a bad situation and there was bad stuff that happened and it made you learn from it and grow from it um yeah so and I would never I would never take it back and like I do think that like you know it's really important for me to never hold like any resentment or any grudges towards someone because Mm -hmm. that's just baggage on me and like he apologized for some things and like he you know like I also I'm not a perfect human being myself like I also did things and said things that were really not okay but you you both moved on from it but we both moved on from it and you know like we're it's just the relationship that dynamic and and being with someone that was so not for me Mm -hmm. and seeing certain characteristics was really really eye-opening to me Mm -hmm. and and i think that's why now you're you're really like i don't want to say the word picky because it's that comes with like a negative connotation it's more just i have high standards yes and i think it's good that you have that because a lot of people feel the stress of like oh i'm getting older and i'm single i need to be with someone and then you feel lonely and you get depressed and you get sad and you get in your head and you self-sabotage and blah 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 and i'm not saying that like you don't experience that But I'm saying that you're very strong-willed and like, nope, I know what I want. I know what I deserve. And I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. Yeah, exactly. And I think everyone should think that way. Men included. Yeah, for sure. And actually, like, I have more respect for men that, or end women, Mm -hmm. that are like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think that it's also very easy, you know, like, um, I don't know, like, it always confused me when like people enter relationships in like their 20s and they end up getting married in their 20s and like all these things because I'm like and I know everyone's different but I'm like who I was even like three years ago is so different from who I am now Mm -hmm. and like so different to the point where like the people that I would have been interested in and like wanted to be in a relationship with yeah is like so different to now so I'm like how are you how could you make a decision like that at such a young age it boggles my mind this is how I see it I mean I was 28 when I got married so it's not like I was like super young Mm -hmm. but I started dating Daniel when I was 21 um I see it as you need to learn how to grow with somebody because in 10 years from now we're not going to be the same people as we are today. Yeah. And maybe in 10 years, the people that you'd be interested in are not the same people you'd be interested in today. Yeah. So you need to find someone who is good for you at this period in life that you know you can grow with. I think that's when it really comes down to what are your beliefs? Like, what are your religious beliefs? Um, Wait, what does that have to do with? Oh, you're saying for if you, you want to grow with oh, someone. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. What are your religious beliefs? Because if it's very different, yeah. like you're not going to be able to grow together. No um unless you're open-minded and you don't care yeah exactly because mom and dad are different and they but also mom and dad are not very religious people 
Okay, so you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about someone who's religious, but, like, definitely, like, would not be open to, like, certain things that are not, right, right, okay, like, okay. part of their religion kind okay. of thing. Um, what are, what do you value? Like, what are your values and what are your morals at the end of the day? And, like, those are just, like, fundamental, like, basic things. Yep. And then it's, like, okay, do you guys have the same sense of humor? Do you have fun with one another? Are you attracted to one another? Chemistry. Chemistry. Um, all those other things. Like, there's actually so much that goes into if a relationship works or not. Well, it's funny because, like... Like, it's not easy. As we're talking about it, I'm, like, if I were to meet who Dan was when we first started dating, if I were to meet him now, there's no chance I would even go on a date with him. Yeah. But it's like at the time of my life, it was someone that I was attracted to. Yeah. And then we grew together as people. And now who he is now, I'm like so attracted to him because he's like a different person. Yeah. But so am I. Exactly. And in 10 years, we'll both be different I'm sure if he met someone like you when you guys first started dating – he probably wouldn't, wouldn't want to date exactly, you Exactly, like now. That's what I'm saying is that like sometimes, I'm not saying this always works because like maybe eight, ta- eight times out of 10, it, it might not. But when you get married young, it's it's tough because like, yes, you can learn to grow with someone, whatever, but you also haven't really like experienced life. Not only that, but yeah, no, yeah. Because like Dan exactly- and I were, we were dating, but like I had my own life, he had his own life. Mm-hmm. And then our lives collided at some point, but then we also separated for a little bit to kind of figure shit out and then also did couples therapy. Like we have done a lot in order to grow as people individually and also together. And I feel like we've put in the work and it's like done so well for us as a couple. And it makes me feel so confident in my relationship and just so like I used to joke all the time with my friends, like, how jealous I used to be. Like, I, I was such a jealous person. Like, mm-hmm. if he'd be talking to another girl or, like, a girl was flirting with him, whatever, I'd get jealous even though I knew, like, he's the last person to ever cheat on me. It would just, like, still make me feel, yeah, like, self-conscious and, like, yeah. that I wasn't good enough or whatever. And now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. If someone's yeah. going to, like, flirt with him, okay, that's just, like, like – I guess a compliment for me that you think my husband's hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't really care because I'm so far in it that I like do not give a shit. And like he does not get jealous when guys talk to me. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing. I think that's healthy too. And I think as you grow and when you find your person and you're together and like obviously it's not the same when you're like in the honeymoon phase like dating versus yeah. like together for 12 years and married with kids. Yeah. But it's fun to know that with each decade in your life, you're going to have new experiences. You're going to have new people, like new friendships, uh, new relationships, and be able to grow with people differently. Yeah. Like think about our relationship five years ago versus now. Yeah. You know? know it was so different. And it's like we will just continue to grow together. Yeah. And I always say this to people, but your sibling is the longest relationship you will have. Okay, no. Yourself, obviously. Duh. but like your sibling if you it's guys the are the longest relationship you'll yeah have, if you yeah. guys are on talking terms and yeah. whatever like it is the longest relationship you'll have so i think it is one of the most important relationships to nurture yeah exactly and for myself i was just so like uh what is this blindsided tunnel vision like my way or the highway judgmental like i think this way and that's the only way i can think and kyla 
from a young age has been a lot more just open-minded about things like judgmental about specific things but then open-minded in the grand scheme of things like I didn't have as much of a hard time like putting myself in someone else's shoes I think it came down to I was less uh defensive yeah and I oh I was gonna say something and I forgot I was less defensive and I was more I like less on the victim mentality i guess yeah. of things i don't know i don't know how to no i think explain it. there was something i was gonna say and it just completely well, left you weren't my mind. you weren't confrontational in general you like i'm not saying that it's like a bad thing like that's just your personality oh yeah 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 like you weren't confrontational i mean you- i wasn't i was i never had a problem confronting you until like i i i knew that like okay if i say anything it's just gonna be like a world war three and it's not gonna get through but like you were my sister so i never had a heart like i was never scared of being confrontational with you until like i got older and i was like i sh- can't say anything like there's no point there's no point but i mean that's clearly not the case now but um no, I just... Oh, I had more sympathy. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. I I was more sympathetic, whereas you would think about more about yourself. Mm-hmm. But you still... I, I still remember even in those years of you being like... Um, A bitch. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But <laughs> during those years, I remember like if ever something were to happen to me that was like I would be crying and I was really hurt, like I could always tell by your face that like you felt my pain like you really genuinely did not want me to be in pain like that and like the nurturing side of you really came out like the Mm -hmm. maternal side of you really came out even during those years I think I was just so went so long of feeling like unliked unloved not by you or Mm -hmm. or mom and dad but like in my social settings yeah I was bullied People never really liked me. Even my friends, I felt like they never really fully liked me. I always felt like I had to like put on, a sh- I could never be 100% myself. Yeah. Specifically in school. Yeah. And and then if I was myself, people would call me weird or they make fun of me. And so it really like for a long time gave me that victim mentality because I was like very scared of like saying anything or being anything. And then I would also do the classic thing where i would overthink a situation like i would assume someone was thinking a certain way and make that the reality yeah like you must be thinking that way yeah and it's not even because i would think that way it's just like i would just assume because i had lived previous things yeah and would be like well you're only thinking this because of x y and z and then the person is like huh Like, Like, it's not true. Yeah, and then I just wouldn't believe it, and I would make it into this big deal. Yeah, and it's, like, not fair. Yeah, and they were like, you're genuinely making shit up, and you're lying just to, like, be a victim. And I was like, no, 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 I know for a fact you're doing this. And they're like, no, I'm fucking not. Yeah. But I would, like, genuinely in my head believe, because of my past experiences, that they were, like, doing stuff like that. So, obviously, after years of therapy and, like, learning that about myself it's helped mm-hmm. a lot like I still catch myself doing it sometimes especially with Dan I'll like say something and he's like how do you know that's what I'm thinking Alex that's not what I'm fucking thinking yeah and I'm like well it has to be what you're thinking and he's like well it's not that's self-sabotage I know and it's something that I think for you specifically like growing up with someone like me you were kind of cast aside for so long that it made you like like not want to speak up 
And yeah. Because you're like, really, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. There's no getting through to her. And we're just going to go in circles. And it's going to yeah. be a fight. And then we're going to cry and whatever. And I remember there was this one point where someone had called me a narcissist. And I remember asking in therapy, am I a narcissist? And they were like, no. And I'm like, but would you be able to tell? Like, could I trick you? And my therapist was like, 100% I'd be able to tell if you were a therapist. Like, yeah. I've been doing this now for a very long time. Yeah. And she was the one that was explaining to me when I was telling you, like, people can have narcissis- narcissistic tendencies doesn't mean they're a narcissist. Yeah. So I remember in that moment thinking like, oh, okay, thank God I'm not a narcissist. And she was like, but why is that like a negative thing? I was like, well, because narcissists are bad. She's like, yeah, they definitely can be because they lack empathy, the whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, but it's also like something that they are, if they're aware of, can work on just like any other mental illness. Yeah. She's like, right now the stigma, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, but like, I don't really want to be around a narcissist, especially if they're unaware. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, because it's like if you're around someone who is but is aware and is working on things then like there's no issue. Yeah. Anyways, it was a whole long conversation and I I just felt like, okay, I am the kind of person that gets triggered very easily by random fucking shit that makes no sense. And then I will imagine a scenario in my head that hasn't even happened yet and almost like make it happen, even though I don't want it to happen. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And I remember being like, why do I do this to myself? Well, when you put out a certain energy in the universe that's what you're going to attract so when you're in a healthy headspace and you're happy Mm -hmm. and you're content or whatever it is you're just in a good headspace you're going to start attracting people Mm -hmm. that are also are also good and you're going to start weeding out the people that are no longer for you Mm -hmm. and you know i think that a lot of the time people just have a hard time understanding that like you know it's like oh why do I keep getting these like you know like terrible friends or I keep attracting these guys that don't like want me and whatever and it's like because like and it's not to like say that like it's all your fault and whatever and it's and it's obviously so much easier said than done but you're also like accepting certain behaviors Mm -hmm. you know when you're in a good headspace and like let's say a guy comes into your life and you know you're you're comfortable with who you are you know what you deserve you are like emotionally available whatever and this guy is just kind of like being hot and cold wishy-washy and whatever like that's a turn off right from the get-go you're gonna say goodbye to that person and just never even look back yeah whereas if you're kind of in this like unsure state and you're not like feeling 100 percent about yourself then you're gonna be putting up with this type of behavior more so than not because you know and the same goes for friends like if you I mean sometimes you just naturally grow apart from a friend from a friendship and I think for for someone to be able to walk away from a friendship it's because like you've gotten to a point where it's like okay like I I know my worth I know what Mm -hmm. how I should be treated in a friendship and that's that's that like I this year went through a friendship breakup from with someone that I've been friends with since I was like 15 years old and like a few years ago you know if this would have happened to me I would have been completely devastated but this time around I'm not saying it was like oh it's so easy and I I just like wasn't affected at all but you know certain things were said to me 
that made it easier for that you to-, to me i was just like it was just so eye-opening where i was like this person is not a friend yeah and i didn't even think twice about it and like to this day i'm like i made the right decision yeah i don't regret it for one second and i'm not saying that it's easy but you know sometimes you just need to not put up with certain behaviors you just need to fucking close the door it's crazy because i feel like literally five years ago you would have never been able to do that i know you've come so far but five years ago i was also in you know like my my sense of worthiness and like my insecurities like you know i just wasn't in the headspace that i'm at now yeah and so you know like i'm not saying i'm perfect like there's definitely moments that i have that you know i'm still human at the end of the day are imperfect yeah and it's just about finding the person that who you can be imperfect with without judgment and who they can be imperfect with you without judgment and it just works yeah and as long as you know that no relationship is perfect like i want people that are listening to this right now to really think like if you're in a relationship your partner is not perfect you are aware of that yeah and you know you're not perfect but if you're single and you're looking for that perfect person (laughs) i don't want to sound bad to say like they don't exist but like they don't no like a perfect perfect person won't exist but the perfect person for you does yeah exactly and even the perfect person for you is not gonna be perfect in every single way um it's more about and like what you can you just tolerate. need to be realistic yeah mm-hmm. are you compatibly fucked up <laughs> but you know what's so funny i remember my therapist saying this to dan and i because there was something that he was talking about like about i don't remember if it was our family or his family how he was just saying something that like upset him and she was like okay but what's the price what what is the price to sit at the dinner table he was like huh she's like what is the price for the ticket to sit at the, at the dinner table like are you going to constantly nitpick every little thing that like bothers you about like a certain family member or a certain person in the room? Mm-hmm. Think about what it costs, right? What are you going to give up if you keep wanting people to be perfect and they can't and like you have to accept that? Yeah. So like really what does it cost? And He's, he's just hurting himself at the end of the day. Right. But it's because of his past experiences and his life and his upbringing and his current life like his whole like when you are dealing with someone you're also dealing with their past selves right it's not just who they are presently yeah and so certain things can be triggers to someone that aren't triggers to you and you're like the fuck yeah and you don't even realize it and so that was a really eye-opening opening conversation for him because he was like oh i'm really being nitpicky yeah you know it's like to him something that's so simple is not simple to a lot of other people yeah and it's kind of like what you were saying to me earlier how it's like hard for you to realize that people think differently than you yeah but it's like i i know that but when it really comes down to it it's like really believing yeah like if some if let's say i'm going through something and i'm talking to someone and they're giving me reassurance and all this stuff it's like in my mind i always think of it as like yeah but of course this person's telling me this like they have to they want to make me feel better yeah but it's not maybe they're just telling it to you because they really believe it yeah and i know that dan has the same issues he like has a really hard time thinking that people think differently than him in a lot of ways and it's like to him it's something that's so like obvious and common sense yeah 
is not to somebody else. Yeah. And even for me, like the two of us sometimes we'll get into a little bit of a bicker. And he's like, How? I don't understand. Like, it's just so simple. And I'm like, to you, not to me. Yeah. And it's like, it's literally hard for him to, to see that. Yeah. And so that's why I really do think therapy is so important if you can afford it. Like, I know, I know it's fucking expensive, guys. But like, it did wonders for me. I'm such a big advocate for therapy. Yeah, I'm such a huge advocate for therapy. Like, if as you're well. gonna spend money to go to a gym or on like a Pilates monthly subscription, you can spend the money on a therapist. Yeah, I 1000% could not agree more. But, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please wish Kyla a nice happy birthday. Mm-hmm. We will be in LA by the time you're listening to this, if you're listening to it on the day that it came out. We'll be in LA. We're going to be in the sunshine. We're going to be soaking up all the sun. We're going to go to Erewhon. We're going to do taste tests and some fun TikToks. Yes. And go for a birthday dinner. It's going to be so fun. And we'll have a whole recap episode when we come home. But we love you guys. Love you guys. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.